Welcome to the Dirty Devotional Podcast, where we try to make sense of the dirty and the divine in our messy world. My name is Zach, and I'm an ex-pastor, a struggling addict, and I deal with major anxiety and depression. Yet I deeply believe in God's presence in my life and in your life as well. I hope today's conversation inspires your thoughts, challenges your beliefs, and helps you feel seen, known, and loved by a real God. Thanks for joining. What's up, my Dirty fam? Hope you guys are having an awesome day. Thanks again for joining us for the Dirty Devotional Podcast. And hey, if this is your first time joining us, here's what I want you to know. I want you to, I want to share my heart with you a little bit. Here's why I do it. I don't do it because I think I'm this awesome communicator. I don't do this because I think I have this incredible connection with God. Here's why I do this is because my faith has radically changed my life. And I believe the same can be true for you. And so whatever journey life takes you to get to know the creator of the universe, if I can play a small part in that, then I consider it an honor. And so today I'm grateful to have you. I hope it's helpful for you. We've been working through uh, the book of Mark for the past few episodes, and today we are going to talk about Mark chapter 13, uh, which is where we are in the reading. So there's still time. You can pause right now and go read Mark 13 if you want before we start the conversation But today, that's where we are going to be. And we're going to talk about a subject, y'all, that grinds my gears. I don't know if any of y'all even say that anymore. I don't even know if people know what that means, grind my gears. Basically, it bothers me. Uh, It's a conversation in church circles that a lot of people have. And honestly, when you saw the title of this episode, it might be why you clicked on it. And this conversation is about the end times. Now, I think it's important and I think it's awesome to study um, the rapture, to study revelations. I think all of that is good and wonderful. And if you love that, that's great. However, when we become the people who post on Facebook, like when Joe Biden became president and people are like, the end times are here, he's the Antichrist. Or when Donald Trump became president, people are like, he's the Antichrist, this is the end times. Or um, anytime a blood moon shows up in the sky... This is the end times. Uh, or Corona, this is the end times. Or, I mean, it, it's just unbelievable. It doesn't take more than five minutes to scroll through Facebook to t- see someone declaring that the time is close and the world's about to come to an end and Jesus is coming back. And uh, you better buckle up, buttercup, because it's all about to be over. In fact, there was a guy who wrote a book in uh, the 80s and it said this. Here's the title 88 Reasons. The rapture is going to happen in 1988. Spoiler alert, it didn't happen. And for many of us, we spend so much time. If you've been a believer, now new Christians usually aren't concerned with this. It's y'all that have been Christians for a while, and I've been in this for a season, that you get so caught up in Jesus coming back. And I think we are missing the point. And in Mark chapter 13, uh, we get a lot of this. This is where a lot of the conversations, verses are quoted um, about the end times. And here, here's why. It's because Jesus is with his disciples and they're leaving the temple. And one of the disciples just makes a, like a statement. He's like, look, Jesus, look how incredible these buildings are. Like, this is remarkable how they built these. I love it. And Jesus responds. He says, do you see all those great buildings? Not one stone here will be left on another. Everyone will be thrown down. Jesus about, about to be like, oh, you like these buildings? Because there's going to day that's going to come where that junk's going to be destroyed. And I imagine the disciples looking at each other being like, what the heck is Jesus talking about? Jesus is like feeling a little destructive today. What's going on? And so 
Peter, James, John, and Andrew later go up to Jesus privately, and they're like, hey, so about the temples, like, tell, when's all this stuff going to happen? Like, when's the world going to end? When's, like, what signs can we be looking for to be prepped for? Because honestly, I'm asking, if I'm the disciples, I'm asking this question because I want to avoid it. Like, Jesus, take me back before the end times come because I don't want to be a part of this craziness. And Jesus goes on and he focuses on the second part of that question, what signs? And y'all, he paints a picture. If you want to see something crazy and read some crazy descriptions about the, the end of the end of days and all that stuff, read Mark 13. Uh, he goes on and he says that brother will betray brother to death. Uh, children will rebel against their parents. Uh, that's one of the ones that are quoted on Facebook. Every parent puts out, they're like, my children are rebelling against me. Jesus is coming back. Uh, everyone will hate you because you're a Christian. It's so anytime Christians gets persecuted. Like, it, And I don't even know if Christians in the U.S. even know what persecution is. But anytime something happens where it's like, oh, they took prayer out of the schools, that's the end times. We go on these rants. And here, I mean, it's all from these. Verse 14, when you see the abomination that causes desolation, I don't even know what that means, but that sounds horrific. And he goes on, he talks about, in those days the sun will be darkened, the moon will not give its light, the stars will fall from the sky, and heavenly bodies will be shaken. Y'all, he goes on for about 30 verses and paints this picture of the end times. And it's it's not a pretty picture. It's not something that I don't think any of us necessarily want to be a part of um, because it seems pretty horrific, pretty terrifying. And here, here's why I tell you that. It's because we get caught up in those verses, right? We We get caught up in those descriptions. Those are the things that... We obsess over and we spend our time looking for in the world. But Jesus then answers the first part of the question. And I think this is where we need to put our focus. And it's verse 32. Jesus says, but about when it's going to happen, the angels don't know. And I don't know. Only God knows. Y'all, Jesus tells the disciples, hey, I don't, this craziness that's happening, I don't even know when it's going to happen. And then Jesus says, but be on guard and be alert. And he compares us to if like uh, a master going away and us being servants and being stewards of all of the master's possessions. And he goes on to talk about this for the next couple of verses. And he says, we don't know if it's evening. We don't know if it's midnight. We don't know if it's at dawn. He's going to come suddenly, but make sure you have taken care of what you've been put in charge of. And so here's the thing is I believe God is the God of then. I believe God is the God of the past. I believe God is the God of now. But when it comes to the end times conversation, I think God is way more concerned about us doing what we can with what we have today than spending our time making statements about when he's going to come back. That there is so much more good we can do in the world when we stop talking about the end times and we stop talking about today and this time and being good stewards of the things God has given us. And Jesus says, basically, don't concern yourself with that. Instead, how you can be ready for that day is to be a good steward this day, is to focus your time on becoming a better parent, becoming a better spouse becoming a better student, a better worker, a better representation of God to the world. And Jesus is challenging us. He's saying, hey, yeah, the end times are going to be crazy, but stop stressing about when it's going to come because no one knows. Instead, be a good steward with what you've been trusted with today. And if you're listening, as God has trusted you with something, with finances, with maybe a family, with um, a job, 
with something. There's something, I mean, your life just in itself, you're a steward of it. It's a responsibility. And Jesus challenges the disciples and challenges us, hey, be alert. Don't get sleeping and not taking care of the things God has trusted you with. Instead, be a good steward of those things. And I believe that's why later Jesus goes on to say, he says, do not worry about tomorrow. Only focus on today because today has enough trouble as it is. Listen, focus on today. Don't worry about the end times. God doesn't know, or Jesus doesn't know, God knows, we don't know, and we won't know. So we need to stop making guesses, stop calling people the Antichrist, stop making these crazy statements that the end time has come. Instead today, hey, how can I show a little bit more grace today to people? How can I love people a little bit better? How can I um, be a more godly individual? How can I be a better representation of Jesus today? Instead, ask those questions. And let your life be a reflection of that today. And then you know what? You're not going to have to worry about then. You're not going to have to worry about the end times. You can free up that headspace and focus on today and the things that God has put in your care. Let me pray for you. God, thank you for today. Lord, help us not get so concerned with the future that we aren't good stewards with what you've given us today. Lord, help us become better parents, better spouses, better siblings, better students, better workers, better representations of you to this world. Lord, do not let us get caught up in the end times and all of that craziness when at the end of the day, you challenge us to be present in these moments. Lord, help us be good stewards. Lord, we thank you for the chance that you've trusted us with all of these things. Lord, help us care for them well. And we ask this in your name. Amen. Hey, thanks so much for joining me on today's devotional. If you want to get more connected, then be sure to follow me on Instagram at Z underscore chill. That's at Z underscore C-H-I-L. Or you can connect with myself and other listeners through our private Facebook group. You can find this by searching Dirty Devotional Podcast, Dirty Family. Lastly, if you enjoy the podcast, please take time to rate it on iTunes or Spotify. This helps us reach more people and lets us know that my content is making a difference in your life. Most importantly, I hope today you felt seen, known, and loved by a real God. Be blessed.